Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, January 27th, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Qualys today dropped interesting vulnerability in sudo. Sudo, the tool that's used to allow for limited privilege escalation in many Unix versions, is vulnerable to a relatively straightforward buffer overflow. And of course, the end result is that you're able to escalate privileges without any restrictions. Patches are already available for major Linux versions, uh, so uh, please update. This is a relatively straightforward to exploit vulnerability. Qualys did publish a benign proof of concept that you can use to test if your system is vulnerable. Sudo has had a history of vulnerabilities. It was actually just about a year ago that we had a vulnerability in Sudo with the password feedback function. That particular vulnerability was a little bit more limited in scope. It only affected pretty specific configurations, while this new vulnerability does appear to affect a much wider range of versions and configurations. And then we have an update on QuarkBot or QBot from Brad. And apparently that sort of, well, also a malware campaign returning from the holidays. I guess they took a little bit longer holiday than some of the others. Last time that Brad observed this was mid-December. And back then, well, the particular campaign that he was observing here that Brad is calling TA551 or ShadHack, this uh, campaign was spreading iced ID and now they switched over to Quackbot or Qbot. The campaign follows the all too well-known pattern where you receive an email with an attached zip file. Now, uh, this particular campaign tends to password protect the zip file. Once unzipped, you end up with a Word document that then, of course, tries you to enable macros to load the actual malware. And aside from showing how these bad actors sort of go on vacation over the holidays, this also shows some of the distribution of labor here, where we have one campaign, TA551, that pretty much owns of the distribution system that sends the spam, then distributing a piece of malware probably on behalf of a different group or, well, maybe a piece of malware they acquired from whoever is writing malware these days. And Google has an interesting blog post about a campaign that apparently was targeting security researchers. Uh, it is attributed to North Korea. And the way contact was originally established was via social media like LinkedIn and Twitter. Once the initial contact was established, the victim was usually asked for some form of collaboration and to kick off the collaboration, the bad actor then sent some malicious file to the victim. The file came in the form of a Visual Studio project, which would not all be that unusual to have some malware that's distributed essentially as source code. But the trick here was that this Visual Studio Studio project did exploit a vulnerability 
in Visual Studio that would then execute arbitrary code. I think the big lesson here that hopefully everybody on the podcast is already aware of is that even if you are not a high-end security researcher, please do not execute random code that you find on the internet that some unknown source gives you that claims to be a great new exploit. All too often, the only one that's being exploited is the person running and experimenting with this code. And Apple today released updates for pretty much anything but Mac OS, uh, fixing only a small number of vulnerabilities, two in particular, that are already actively being exploited. So this is as close as it gets with Apple to sort of having an emergency update. Of course, Apple updates typically are not announced in advance. Both of these vulnerabilities, one kernel vulnerability that allows for privilege escalation and a WebKit vulnerability that would be exploitable via Safari that causes arbitrary code execution. Of course, uh, these two vulnerabilities could then potentially be chained together where you first gain access via Safari and then escalate privileges via the kernel vulnerability. This is something you definitely do want to update. And given all the similarities and also the use of WebKit in macOS, I wouldn't be surprised to see an update for macOS later this week. Now, Apple did publish a second release candidate for macOS earlier this week or maybe Friday late last week. So this may have caused some delay in publishing the corresponding Mac OS update. So patch, and this is one you probably want to patch quickly in particular on iOS and iPad OS. And yes, as soon as the Mac OS update comes out, take a look if it also fixes in particular the WebKit vulnerability. Well, and that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, we still have a couple days for the January challenge. If you find any errors in the podcast or within the website or such, send me an email, send a message via the website, and, well, you'll be entered in a drawing for a Raspberry Pi. That's it for today. Thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.